All right, we're going to go ahead and get started here. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us for the 2024 Roofing uh, Marketing Blueprint, the how to navigate the new era for roofers, right? What we're going to talk about today is the digital marketing plan, right, for your roofing company. What I have seen over the past, you know, three or four years is that there's been a lot of roofers come into the market and we have audited. Well, really, we call it assess because we figured out that y'all don't like the word audit, right? Is that we have assessed over a thousand of y'all's marketing overall plans in the past uh, couple of years. And what we've noticed are some of the things that we're going to go over today. And really, what we're going to work on is how to build this plan moving forward into this new year. Okay. The beginning of the year is always a really exciting time. And this is one of the best times in the roofing industry to sit down and work on your business versus working in it. Okay. Depending on where you're at. If you're here in Texas, you were shut down. Like we are, we're in here in Texas. We're in college station, Texas, everybody, this whole state was shut down for a couple of days just because we had a big cold blast come through, give us a little bit of ice. And all of us Texans said, you know what? We're not going on the road. So, or at least the smart ones did, because we just don't know how to, you know, drive on ice. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about, uh, some of this stuff. First, let's start with who who am I? My name is Chris Hunter. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer of RoofingSites.com. I'm also the author of The Ultimate Guide to Digital Marketing for Roofers. I published this June 3rd, I think is when it, it officially got published uh, last year. And it's been a huge success. It's one of the best sellers in the whole marketing space for the roofing industry. If you don't have this in your hand, by the way, just go to go.roofingsites.com. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit, but go to go.roofingsites.com and sign up for this and, and we'll send this over to you for free, okay? I'm also a member of the National Roofing Contractors Association, RCAT, the Roofing Contractors Association of Texas, it's a mouthful, and HARCA, which is the Houston Area Roofing Contractors Association. Been doing SEO for a really long time, pretty much since 1998 when I ranked my first website on Yahoo. That really, really, really dates me. So I've been doing this whole thing for a long time. We first started out as a web design company and quickly grew into an SEO and web website company. And then we just added on things here and there. And what we're going to go over today is really how to build the same system that I built for other roofing companies. Okay. Random fact, I rode my bike from Texas, from College Station, Texas to Washington, D.C. in 2012 to raise money and awareness for pancreatic cancer. That's what my dad passed from. In 2009, by 2012, I felt that uh, God was telling me I needed to do something and that something was to ride across the country. So I think that was my, uh, I don't know, what is that? The, your midlife crisis, right? So I had to do it and I did it a solo ride and it was totally a Forrest Gump moment. You're right, Ross. I'm on a mission and this mission is to double the size of 100 roofing companies by 2028. So that's a little bit about me. Let's talk about y'all now. So in the roofing industry, what we have found is that there are just too many choices. And really, this comes from the consumer side of things, that there are just too many choices for the consumers, right? And the big part of that is that in 2020, right, during the COVID lockdown, there's been a mass exodus of employees to go out and start their own companies. This might be you. If this is you, just know that there is a lot of competition out there now. There's way more competition out there now than there even was pre-COVID, okay? 
So the problem with that is that there's just too many choices for the consumer. How did they choose how, who to choose? And the biggest thing that they do is that they go right to their phone, this $1,000 machine that sits right in their pocket, okay? And they do the vast majority of their research right here. So our trick is to get placed where they're looking for you, okay? That's, that's the first part of all of this. And the other part is to ensure that your marketing is on point, okay? Because there are so many choices, which leads me to the next thing is that really, if you do it right, you're going to be the choice versus a choice. I don't know about you, but I would rather stand heads and shoulders above my competition. And what we're going to go over a little bit today here is how to do that, okay? We're going to build a plan at the very end on this, all right? The other thing that we notice by doing all of these assessments on these thousands of roofing companies, websites, and Facebooks, and, and Google, and all, pretty much anything and everything, and we're going to go over that exact checklist of what we use today, right? What we noticed is that most of y'all focus their marketing on tactics, and what they're missing is the overall strategy, the overall system of marketing. Your business, and every business, by the way, is made, in my opinion, up of a collection of systems, okay? A collection of machines that then build a system. If we build a business, we're going to have a system for our operations, right? We're going to have a system for our finance, how we get paid. We're going to have a system for how we hire people, right? But yet most roofing companies miss building a system for their marketing, okay? They might have one or two little tactics that work here and there, but guess what? Those tactics might go away and then they miss the overall strategy. Okay. So what we're going to talk about today is that strategy and how to build that strategy in this new year, right? And make yourself completely differentiated from absolutely everybody in your market. Next, and I just briefly hinted on this, right? We have machines and we have systems. Okay. So see this machine right here. This is the jet. I put this in here because this is what I, if you can see my picture, I've got a, a picture of a jet back behind me. I worked on this jet in the United States Air Force. I was stationed at Holloman Air Force Base and worked on the F-117 Nighthawk. What I learned is that machines work for the most part, right? They break, but sometimes if they do break, you just fix them and then they get to working again. Again, our businesses, every business is made up of three main systems, really four to five, you know, when it comes down to it, you've got marketing and sales, you've got operations and you've got finance and admin. And each of those should have a system in place made up of a whole bunch of machines. Okay. So as a great example of this is that the squadron that I was in, in the air force had a bunch of these machines, but it was the system, right? When we deployed, we could kick everyone's butt by flying in underneath the radar. Okay. And that was the system by flying in underneath the radar and dropping bombs on them if we had to. Okay, where they didn't even know we were there. So, what we want to do with our business is build an overall system for each of those main areas, if you will, of your business. The one that we're talking about today is your marketing system. Next, let's talk about the system. So, this system is something that I've built over the past 20 years. You know, we first started, like I said, as a web design company. We then quickly turned into an SEO company and then added and added and added over and over and over until we built this system. And again, this is a system that has been built 
over the past 20 years. And I call this our 4R roofing marketing system. This system is made up of a bunch of machines. All right. So the first machine is your reputation. Okay. This is your first, your basis pillar of absolutely everything that we do in marketing. If your reputation isn't set, just like a house that has a foundation, nothing else is going to work that is above this, which is why I put this at the very base of the system. Okay. So your reputation includes a high conversion website, online reviews. Okay. Those are just kind of the basic ones. There's a whole bunch of other things that go into this, like your branding, like uh, your shirts that you wear, the hats that your crews wear, the trucks that you drive around in. All right. A lot of things go into this pillar because, you know, if you think about it, if you show up to someone's door just in a regular t-shirt, right? Not a polo shirt with your, with your logo on it. Are you going to be trusted that much? Most likely not, right? If you show up in a beat up old truck that doesn't have any branding on it, do you think that your customers are going to trust you? to do not only do the job, but come back if there is a problem. Okay. So in this pillar, this is a very, very important pillar. And this is why I have this as the base pillar here. We've got our high conversion website and online reviews. The next pillar is reach, basically getting in front of more people today than knew about you yesterday. This is what a lot of people think of when they think of marketing. So for us and for our roofers, what we work on is search engine optimization, which is basically getting ranked on Google. Google Maps, right? That's a no-brainer because most people are calling from Google Maps nowadays, right? So we've got to work on that. Google Ads. Google Ads are important because we can get leads in today, right, for you versus waiting six months to a year down the road uh, for search engine optimization and Google Maps to start kicking in and start working. Facebook Ads we've got in here. Facebook Ads are great. They're not the best for lead generation. What I like to use Facebook ads for is really for the next pillar here, content marketing. Content is important. People like to read information and more importantly, Google likes to read information, text on your website. You can't imagine how many websites that I come across that are just a one page website. They don't have any service pages on it. It's just literally one page with a list of their, of the roofer's services. That's the wrong way to go about that, by the way. So you want to add content and you want to share that content. And I like educational content. I think that education sells. Okay. And it helps you get in front of more people today using the next pillar or the next tactic here. All right. The next machine, which is a social media machine, right? If you've got your social media down, you're getting in front of more people today than knew about you yesterday organically. So all of these go into that reach pillar. The next pillar is resell. You're a lot more likely to sell to somebody that's purchased from you before, right? We all know this intuitively. We know this as business owners, but yet out of all of the assessments, the thousands of assessments that we've done, right? In the past couple of years, we haven't found a single, not a single one of y'all that is doing this pillar correct, okay? The very first thing that I would recommend to absolutely anybody right now is to build your database, okay? Meaning that Every single customer that you have, put them into a CRM, a customer relation management system, a software. If you don't do that, use some sort of software like MailChimp, at least, to put those, those um, email addresses and phone numbers into for the people that you've done business with before, or even more important, the people who have you have not done business with before, right? The people that have come into your sales funnels and not converted into a sale. 
The reason for that is that we can resell back to these people over and over and over again using a simple tool like a monthly newsletter. Okay, monthly newsletters are so important. But again, I haven't found a single out of thousands of roofing companies. I haven't found a single company that's doing this at all. But it's such a simple thing to do. Database reactivation is really easy. This is basically just going back to those people over and over and over again with cross-sell opportunities, upsell opportunities, or just resell opportunities. Again, these people are eight times more likely to hire you because they've worked with you before in the past than anybody else. So if you can, are continually in their world, right? if you stay top of mind, if you do your job as a marketer and stay top of mind with your past customers, you're going to get more business and easier business. Database reactivation is really simple. Again, mm -hmm. that's just the cross-sell campaigns for us. Um, these are basically designed to ensure that you cross-sell your services. So if you sell gutters, right? Periodically reach out to your database. Hey, do you need gutters? You know, just something as simple as that can get you more business, right? It doesn't cost you anything except for your time. Retargeting ads, this is basically making you omnipresent on the internet. And essentially, when someone comes to your website, your ads follow them around all over the place. Okay, if you set this up correctly, like we do, we set it up on, on the Google Ads platform, and then we set those ads up on the Meta platform, Okay, which includes Facebook and, and Instagram and WhatsApp. So basically, your ads can follow them around if they interact with you at all. Meaning that, if, do they go to the website? Do they click like on a post on on Facebook or Instagram? Do they, you know, follow you on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn? Right? There's all of these different social channels that are out there that are basically like poles in the water. Right? If you're fishing, you want to have way more poles, right? So, the more that we put our poles in the water, right, as we're fishing for you know these leads, we want to make sure that we're actually able to get back in front of them, right? Which is those retargeting ads. Lead nurturing, again, this is something that nobody, not a single company was doing, right? Before we, we started doing these assessments. And, and I still haven't found a single company that does this. So what is lead nurturing? Basically, when someone fills out a form on your website, a series of emails goes out indoctrinating them to your brand. Hey, this is what we believe in. This is what we do. This is how we can help. Here's some testimonials. Here's some videos, right? Here's some pictures of, of job sites. These are all just designed to basically just prove that trust, right? And build, sorry, build that trust, right? With you. Easy, easy things to do, but nobody does this. The next pillar, referrals are the way that almost all of us as small business owners, when we first started our business, you might be doing this now and building your business off of referrals. That's great. Okay. Referrals are easiest sales in the world. But the problem with that is the higher, the bigger that you scale your company, the less that this is going to be implemented in your business. Okay. Your referral program. I haven't found any companies, again, none of them have actually put on their website what their referral program, program actually is. It was in the, in basically the business owner's mind. Okay, sometimes we do this, sometimes we do that. I say formalize it, put it on your website, make it easy for people to refer business to you. And oh, by the way, also get stay in front of them and let them know, hey, we're looking for referrals. And we give you a $250 gift card to your favorite restaurant 
if you refer business to us, that leads to a re-roof. Okay. Again, easy things to do, but nobody does it. Social media is also in this pillar, right? We want to uh, add our referral programs there. The thing that I don't have here and I should have here is the monthly newsletter because at, a, at the base of every monthly newsletter should be a link to your referral program. All right. So this is the 4R roofing marketing system. This is it, right? As it stands right now. I call this an evergreen system, okay? Because it is basically just these pillars and we can take things out and put things in as they start working. A great example of this is the reach pillar. When I first went into business 20 years ago, the yellow pages were, as I was told, the yellow pages was where you needed to advertise. Okay. That, that, oh, you're new to business. You need to get a yellow pages ad. Where are the yellow pages now? Last time I looked, they were about this big. If you can see my picture up here, my video of me, they were about this big. It looked like a magazine. Okay. When I first went into business it, it, here in College Station, Texas, it was about two inches thick. Nobody, nobody advertises in the, in the yellow pages anymore. It just doesn't work. Nobody looks at that stuff anymore because these $1,000 machines sitting in everyone's pocket that people are researching you on right now have replaced completely the yellow pages. So that's no longer in the system. And honestly, it was never really in this system. But that's a great illustration of if something stops working, you pull it out and you push it, put something in there that works. Another example of this might be Google. Google might stop working. Right now, and for really for the past 15 years, Google has been the place that people want to get ranked in, want to advertise in, want to be in, because that's the exact place that people are searching for your services. However, again, and I keep saying this, but this $1,000 machine sitting in your pocket might replace that. We might just say, hey, Siri, find me a roofer. If that happens, guess what's going to go into the reach pillar here, right? Siri maps optimization, right? The same idea as Google optimization, right? For search engine optimization and Google maps, the same idea is just a different platform. All right. So the next step here is I want you to download the workbook. There's going to be several items here that we're going to go over. So this is the 2024 marketing plan. Basically in it is, is a picture of the four hour roofing marketing system, because this is an important thing that I, I want every roofer right? To get down and get right. Because if you get everything right in this for our system, at least something in each of these pillars, right? You're going to have a very comprehensive marketing system. Okay. Next. All right. As we scroll down, we've got our downloads here. And by the way, I think uh, we put it, yeah, the workbook link is in the, I guess I kind of skipped right over that, right? But go to roofingsites.com for a slash workbook. If you're listening to this in the podcast later, because we are recording this, just go to roofingsites.com forward slash workbook. So next, we've got a couple of links inside of this workbook, all right? Uh, go ahead and open up each one of these. And we're really going to start with this one right here, the Marketing Traction Organizer. And I'm going to talk through it first. And then we're going to give you some exa an, an example and kind of go through how to fill this out. By the way, all of these tools right, that we provided here, I want you to go through this with your leadership team, okay? Your leadership team is basically you, your operations manager, whoever's in charge of um, sales and marketing, whoever's in charge of finance and administration, right? If you don't have another person to bounce these ideas off of, then find somebody to do that. This might be your spouse. This might be a best friend to help you go through this exercise, okay, later down the road. Let's start with the marketing traction organizer. What is this? 
Well, this is a one-page document, okay, that you're going to write your goals out. That's as simple as it is. We're going to write our goals out for our BHAG, which stands for Big, Hairy, Audacious Goal. My BHAG is to double the size of 100 roofing companies by 2028. Okay, that's my BHAG, my Big, Hairy, Audacious Goal. What this is, is typically a five to 10 year moonshot. All right. Hopefully you've all heard of this. This is basically where we want to be in five to 10 years. The reason that we start with the BHAG, the, the, your, your big, hairy, audacious goal is that you want to work backwards from that. All right. If I know that I want to, you know, double the size of a hundred roofing companies, I'm probably in by, by year three for me, I'm going to have to be working with 300 roofing companies at least. This is also, and ju just so you know, the marketing traction organizer is something that I stole, literally stole out of the entrepreneurial operating system, okay, by Gina Wickman. If you don't know what this is, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you listen to a book called Get a Grip by Gina Wickman. This is a parable book that will, it tells the story of an entrepreneur that built a very systemized business that worked for him instead of him having to work for that business. This is a very small part of it, the, the marketing traction organizer, and it is really out of the vision traction organizer. I wanted to start here with the marketing traction organizer right here. And this is something that we go through with our clients and we set the BHAG, our three-year picture, our one-year plan and rocks. Okay. So here is a few notes uh, for this. All right. Less is more. Okay. When we're setting goals, we always want less, not more goals. Okay. Ideally, we want to do about three to five goals when we get to the actual goals. Goals should be SMART. That stands for specific, measurable, actionable, or sorry, attainable, realistic, and timely. Every goal should have a deadline on it. Okay. Every goal should be actually attainable. It should be, you know, realistic, measurable, all of these things. Okay. Um, we don't want to just generally say, I want to double the size of my company. Okay, that's great. Where are you now? Rocks. Rocks are, this actually came from Vern Harnish. I don't know if you've heard about him, uh, but he, he had the Rockefeller habits, right? The rocks are basically the big things, the three to five big things that you have to accomplish in this quarter, right? In this 12-week sprint in order to achieve your goal at the end of the year. It's called a rock because of the Rockefellers. Okay. Vern Harnish did a study on the Rockefellers and, and, and wrote a book called The Rockefeller Habits. If you don't know who Vern Harnish is, basically he's the founder of EO, which uh, entrepreneurial organization or entrepreneurs or organization. I think it's entrepreneurs organization. That's what it stands for. And it's basically, it's a collection of entrepreneurs throughout the country that are making a million dollars or more. Highly recommend that. Also, you, you mix into forums and all sorts of things to help you increase the size of your business. Okay. So the other rule, uh, other thing to note is that we want to accomplish 80% of our rocks and goals. That is what we set out for. And that's why, by the way, that we stick to three to five and no more than that. Okay. Because what I've found is that if, if we put seven down there, we're most likely going to only accomplish two of those seven. So might as well just stick to those two to three, right. To feel more accomplished all along the way. And by the way, these are all the most important things that you have to do. Okay. That's the other rule to all of this is that you want, you want these things to be important, the goals to be important and so forth. Okay. This is intended for the entire company, but I highly, highly recommend that each person in your organization has at least one rock and one goal for the year. Okay. That they are working towards. I've interviewed 
over 120 very successful entrepreneurs in one of my podcasts in the past four years. And one of the main themes that comes out of that is that the right people in the right seat is, is one of those, right? Having the right people in your organization, but ensuring that they are working towards a bigger goal, something bigger than themselves. That's what successful businesses are made of. All right. We want to share these goals and rocks with the entire company, if possible. Okay. You, you can probably take out any financial stuff in here, but share these big goals. Share where you want to go. Get them rowing in the same direction as you because a lot of companies, we've got these thoughts as visionaries of our companies. We've got these thoughts of where we want to be, but yet we don't communicate them to our employees and they're rowing in one direction and we're rowing in another direction. We want everybody like a Viking ship rowing in the same direction. The big, hairy, audacious goal, I already talked about this, right, is your five to 10 year moonshot. We want this to be something very big, but attainable. Okay, so let's talk through some examples here. All right, this is an example of a company that that we worked with in the past year. I changed the name here to Acme Roofing, but the date, you want to set the date at the very top here. Go ahead and talk about and build your BHAG, right? As, as your leadership team gets together on maybe your annual retreat, which by the way, should be right now, if not in December, right? Talk about that BHAG. Where do you want to be in five to 10 years? What is it going to take to get to there? So. In here, they said that they wanted 2,000 roof replacements by uh, per year by December 31st, 2028, uh, which was five years from that, the time that, that we did this. They wanted a 10x uh, current, their, their current company size. Okay, So basically, they're at 3 million. They want to be at 330 million. I like to start when I'm building this out all up here, Okay, this very top part, three-year picture, one-year picture, quarterly rocks, and then build the goals supporting each of these um, from left to right, if this makes any sense. So the three-year picture, your future date, that should be easy. Your revenue, where you want to be, right? By that date, profit. What kind of profit level do you want to have? Most roofers, sometimes you're not only taking a home, home really about 10% or 5%, you know, shoot for 20, 30% if you can, right? If your market allows you to charge more, um, and if you're, all of your marketing is on point, you're going to be able to do that. If you're marketing towards the right people, you're going to be able to do that. Measurables based off of this, okay, based off of you know $15,000 jobs, they needed 1,000 uh, roof replacements in order to achieve this in this year. Okay. Next, we came over to here, future date of 2024, 1231, 2024, revenue 6 million, profit 20%, 400 roof replacements. Quarterly rocks. This was the quarter that we're, we're currently in right now. 331 24 is the future date, right? They wanted 600,000 uh, in this first quarter. Um, it's 10% of their annual revenue. They realize that this is the slow season, so they're not going to make as much annual revenue as next quarter, really, quarter two and quarter three, which in their busy season where they're going to make the vast majority of their revenue. Profit of 20% of 120,000. And that's going to take be 40 roof replacements. Now we, we go on, on to goals here, right? And these are attainable goals, right? They set about four of these. In order to achieve this number up here at the top with 1,000 roof replacements, they came to the realization that they're going to have to have locations in every major metro area in Texas. They're going to have to identify and purchase four roofing companies because sometimes growth comes with purchasing other companies. 
they're going to have to generate 4,000 leads, right? We just worked backwards based off of all of their sales numbers and, and conversion rates, right? In the past year. And they're going to have to hire a CEO to replace Bob. This is a fictitious name, by the way, but this was still a real goal that they had to uh, hire a CEO to replace the owner. I don't know about y'all. If y'all are, is everybody here a business owner, a, a roofing company owner? Give me one or yes. Give me a yes in the chat if you are. Because if you are, your ultimate goal is time freedom and money freedom, right? So you want to work your way out of a job, okay? One job at a time. My yes, yes, awesome. Next goals for one year, right? They're going to, uh, working backwards based off of these big goals over here, they're going to have to open a location in the DFW area. They need to identify and purchase one roofing company in the next year. Okay, that's a pretty lofty goal right there. They want to generate 1,600 leads, elevate Joseph to chief operating officer. Okay, this is basically the V, you're the V, and th this person is the I, meaning that they are the integrator, they're the COO in charge of the entire company. They want to fully implement EOS, which I highly recommend. That's entrepreneurial operating system. And then fully implement the 4R roofing marketing system, of course, right? If they're going to achieve all of these things, their marketing has to be working. Their sales has to be working in order to actually achieve all of those goals. Next, rocks for the quarter. Research a roofing company in the DFW area. Redesign the website. That's a no-brainer. Most websites need to be redesigned. Start search engine optimization campaigns getting ranked on Google because this is the long-term game. So 160 leads, pretty doable. Start Google ads campaigns, fix reputation, implement first stage of EOS. RPRS stands for right person, right seat. Okay, ensuring that, that you build out your organization chart first and then put people into those seats. Okay, that actually get it, want it, and have the capability to actually do that job build their vision, and start meeting on a regular basis. They wanted to start those three things, which I highly, highly, highly recommend. If you're not doing those three things yet right now, make that part of your plan for this year too. Okay, so this is their marketing traction organizer. What, what you do with this is then you meet once a quarter okay, to go over this and you change the quarterly rocks. And these are typically either done or not done. Okay, If they're done, come up with new rocks that are going to push you towards these goals right here. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to our budget worksheet here. Okay. And we're just going to play around and put these same exact numbers that are in here. Right. So if we're going to work off of this big goal for this year, right, $6 million, we're going to put that first into this number right up here, $6 million. So what that means is that our, our average monthly revenue target is $500,000 if we want to achieve this, okay? Based off of this number right here, and you're going to want to add this in here, your, your average job value, right? This might be higher, this might be lower. I've, I've run across both in the industry, you know, it just depends on your area. What I would recommend is that with your marketing, right, work towards getting this towards a higher goal. So a great example of this um, is a company it's a friend of mine. He's he's actually a marketer himself, okay? And he bought into a roofing company up in the Chicago area. Basically, his jobs were about $15,000 each, right? But he knew there was a neighborhood in his service area that would have much higher jobs, okay? These are like the 5 to $10 million homes. So what I told him to do is to move his office or set up a new office right outside of that neighborhood. 
which would allow for them to get ranked in something that is proximity-based, which is Google Business, right? Google Maps. They did that. They went from $15,000 jobs to $100,000 jobs within that year. This is an adjustable number right here, right? So whatever your average job value is, and I'm talking re-roofs really at this point, not repairs. Okay. Repairs is a whole different beast and, and we don't really want to plan on those for the most part. We want to plan on our re-roofs. Okay. So this will tell us right here. Oh, the other thing that we want to do is we want to change this number. Anything that's white in this worksheet, we want to change. Oh, actually here real quick on all of these things, just so that you can edit these, right? Click on file, make a copy and put this into your own Google Drive. Go ahead and make a copy of that. And that way you can edit all of these numbers. Otherwise you won't be able to edit them. Okay. So put your conversion rate here from a cold call, right? Someone just calling into your business or filling out a form or reaching out to you on Facebook or Instagram or Google business profile or wherever that they're coming from. What is your average right now on converting that person into, you know, an actual sale? And this will tell you how many leads that you need to hit for the month based off of all of these. And now keep in mind, these are averages. This isn't what we went through just a minute ago with the 10% because we know it's a slow season. And then the next thing is what we want to do is we want to put in our average cost per generated lead right now as it stands. Okay. Most businesses that most companies, roofing companies that we first start working with is upwards of $500 per lead, you know, generated lead because they're their ads aren't optimized or whatever, something is going on in their business that they're spending way more money on something than they're actually receiving. What we like to get down to, by the way, and, and if you hover over this, it'll tell you, is that we like to get down to around $75 to $50 per lead. We've gotten it down to $50 per lead, uh, sorry, $10 per lead, which is crazy low. I don't want to set those expectations, right? That's a, after a lot of optimization of those ads and of all of their marketing, but you can get down to that point. But what is it right now? Look back at last year. It's, this is real easy math, right? How much did you spend divided by how many leads you know, that you generated last year? You know, Just take this. You should know these. These should be part of your scorecard if you're doing entrepreneurial operating system. This should be something that you're looking at on a weekly basis. Based off of all of this, this is going to tell you right here what your budget is, needs to be required to hit that target. Okay. This is a lot for that year, $66,000 for the entire year. And that's really not a lot. According to NRCA, you need to be spending at least five to 10%, right? Of this top line number up here in order to achieve that goal. So if you want to get, and we're going to get to that here in a second, but if you want to get to $12 million, $1,000 or $60,000, right? On the low end at a minimum in order to achieve that goal. Okay. Okay. So budget allocations. This is where we start getting into the weeds here. All right. How much are we going to allocate to our budgeting? We've got this split out in between online marketing, offline marketing, and repeat business. Okay. How much are we going to allocate here? All right. Online marketing, that's simple. Those are ads. Those are paying for someone to do the search engine optimization, building a new website, all of these things that builds assets for your company and those machines in your company. Offline marketing, this is simple. This is your t-shirts, your, your wraps on your trucks. These are, these are your hats, your signs. These are door hangers. If you're doing that, these are postcards. If you send postcards out and or any kind of mailers, okay? So start thinking and, and allocating now, you know, these percentages. Repeat business. This is where people refer business over to you, right? Or people that come back to you 
how, how much are you going to allocate towards that? And again, these are just big pie in the sky numbers at this point. Again, you start up here, what's your annual revenue that you're trying to get towards your marketing budget? How aggressive are you going to be? Is it going to be 5%? Is it going to be 10%? 10% being more aggressive, right? That you want to get more market share, that you want to increase the size of your business. That's what your overall budget should be. And this includes paying for, for you know, services like roofingsites.com to come in to do these things, but it's also ad budget. It's all sorts of things that go into that. Obviously, put into your year here of what you're thinking, and it'll start coming up with the different numbers over here, right? Based off of where you need to be. Next, let's allocate what percentage that we're going to spend, right? Per month. We've got 12 months. So, you know, 8.33% if, if we're going to uh, allocate the same amount for the entire year. Okay. Or you could be more aggressive during slow times less aggressive during busy times, okay? That's, that's typically what we see here. And we, we like to see that, you know, online marketing, we want to spend basically at least 10%, okay, during the slow times, right? Um, and then during the busy times, which are typically what, April, May, June, July here in Texas, you know, up north, is, it's going to be, you know, a little bit less. August here in Texas, it's slow, <laughs> <laughs> and and the main reason for that is because there's just no rain, right? When it ain't raining, people aren't calling for the roofs. So same thing with September is typically slow here. So you might want to allocate and play around with this and add, you know, may, maybe make this 10%, 10% and just kind of play around with these numbers until you get the right amount, you know, percentage wise here. Same thing with your offline marketing. What are you going to allocate each month for that? Repeat, repeat business. What are you going to uh, allocate for that? This can go up and down. Because if you get someone that refers, you know, if you get 10 referrals, let's say in a month, you might spend more in that month. Um, it's just how well that you're marketing, you know, to get those referrals. Next, what are we going to allocate towards the specific items here? Okay. So, you know, SEO, we've got 35% here. We've got pay-per-click, local service ads, LSAs, right? 55%. We're seeing a lot a lot of leads coming through local service ads. Okay. So I would highly, highly recommend that if you don't have those running, these are the Google guaranteed ads. You don't have those things running, get them running now because we're having a lot of people have a lot more success, you know, just simply with those ads right now. Display and retargeting, you know, just play again, play around with these numbers. See what you and your leadership team can come up with, what you want to allocate at the beginning of the year for the rest of the year towards that on your budget. Okay. And this will give you over here in the green what the actual numbers should be. And again, coming down through here um, for SEO, pay-per-click, display and retargeting, right? What, what do we want to allocate for each one of these? So this is further breaking those numbers down on exactly what we want to spend. Play around with the numbers, see what works for you and your business, all right? And your service area. If you're up north, let's say that you're in the Buffalo area, you're still under snow right now, right? You're probably not getting on roofs at this point, okay? So it is the slow season. You might want to back off and not have any leads come in just because you don't really want to get up there on those roofs. I don't know. Same thing with February. But here down in the south, right in, in College Station, Texas, I guarantee we're, we're up on roofs pretty much every day of the year except for the past couple of days, okay? Uh, when it's icy. Obviously, we don't want to get up on roofs when it's icy. This other tab right over here, average cost per lead by source. Okay. This is just what we generally see, you know, roofing, siding, windows, 
$87 per lead, $77 per lead, $75 per lead. And these are just averages here, what we're, what we're seeing. I'll have Ross actually look at this and, and see what we're, we're currently seeing right now, right in the past year and, and adjust this. But for the most part, this is what we've been seeing. Ad budget. All right. We've kind of gone over that ad budget. But this on this sheet, you can further, you know, fine tune things a little bit. You can put your average roof value in. You can change your ad, annual revenues over here. How aggressive do you want to be? Do you want to go from three to six million, six million to 12, 12 to 24, right? If you're going to be that aggressive, I'd highly recommend that you spend at least 10% uh, of your total overall budgeted revenue. Okay. What you did last year plus some. Oh, Ross says snow removal services <laughs> for those up north. Yeah. All right. And that would be a cross-sell opportunity, by the way. Okay. So if everyone should have this, play around with this, start making this make sense and build the plan for this next year for something that, that works for you. The next thing that I want to go over here, I think I went over all of these, is the marketing uh, checklist. This is the exact way that we assess today, right now, all of the businesses that come into us. So when you come into us, let's say that you schedule a strategy session, right? With us, the, one of the first things that we're going to do, we're going to ask you a series of questions. The next step for us is that we're going to go through and we're going to have our team assess your marketing and go through this questionnaire based off of the four R marketing system. Okay. We went over that earlier, but it's going to go through this questionnaire and ask, I think it's about 80 questions that we go through and ask certain things like, let's say on your website, you know, do you have the phone number in the top right corner of every page? If you don't, then we don't check it. If you do, we do check it. And when you check this, it updates your, your score down here. Are you using authentic images and videos and photos of your owner, your trucks, photos of your team, right? If you're just using stock photography, you're missing out these days, right? And we could go further in and we will go into further into these things into other workshops. But for the most part, go through these and answer these. Do you have a compelling call to action button after every block of text? This is a button that stands out that essentially says, click here, estimate, or get a free estimate, right? Or something along those lines that people can click on. It'll take them to a form or something that they can fill out and or contact you, right? If they're on their mobile phone, maybe it's a phone number that's clickable, right? That would be a, a, a strong call to action. Okay, call us at... 979-314-7067, right? That's our phone number here and at uh, rootingsites.com locally here to College Station, which by the way, make sure your phone number is local. Make sure it's not an 800 number. You can't believe how many people that we come across that have 800 numbers up on the top of their website. You know, the first thing that people that goes through people's brains when that happens, is this company even local? That's the last thing that you want going through people's brains, right? As, as they come to your website. So make sure it's a local phone number. That's tip, big tip right there. Okay, so basically just go through each of these checkboxes, check it off, and, and what it'll do is it'll give you an overall score on the results tab right over here, okay? And what I'd like to do is go through and prioritize. Now, if you notice, these are broken out per pillar, okay? So step number one, the reputation pillar this should be your highest priorities. Step number two, what are your biggest priorities here for the year on getting fixed? Okay. Next, resell. Do you have email and marketing automation going on? Right. That might be a next step. And then priority here on referral system. Okay. So just go through, prioritize these and build a plan out for the entire year. 
that's all that I have as far as the overall marketing plan, okay, for uh, 2024. So this, again, went over the entire 4R marketing machine, right, the marketing system here. If you have any questions about this, I'm more than happy to answer any of those questions. But overall, these steps, these are the steps to build your ultimate marketing machine for 2024. Number one, fix your reputation, right? Hopefully I impressed upon you enough that you have to have good reviews, online reviews. You have to have a website that actually converts, right? That's your very first steps. Number two, reach more people today than knew about you yesterday. That's the reach pillar. Number three, resell back to past customers. This might be actually one of your first steps because this costs nothing other than your time and sending some emails and text messages out possibly even calling, assigning someone to your company to call these people, right, in your in your database. Number four, get referrals. These are gold, right? You want referrals. You want people coming into your business that are pre-sold and ready to purchase from you, right? So this is basically the four steps that you need in order to build your entire marketing system for 2024. Last step real quick, if you don't have this book in your hand, right, I want you to scan this QR code or go to go.roofingsites.com. I'm going to give this to you for free as a, as a PDF download. If you want the you know hand, the, the actual hard copy book, just go to amazon.com. I believe I have it on that page also to where you can click on it and just go straight to Amazon to purchase it. This is my past 20 years of knowledge. This is exactly what we do you know, for our customers right here in this book, okay, laid out for you. You have the tools in your hands in order to achieve and, and build a full marketing system in, into your business. Okay, last questions. Uh, Sarah says, if you do bid work that isn't generated from leads, would you include that in your annual revenue? That's a great question. If you do bid work that isn't generated from leads, would you? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Any kind of work that, that you get, that was generated from somewhere, right? Someone, whether that was a referral Okay, whether that was your own Dream 100 list or that you, you know, work with with entities that are are government or something like that, or maybe even home builders, then you know, absolutely put that in your annual revenue. You know, if you typically get 10% of your annual revenue from that, put that in there, right? And plan on that. And then see, build a plan to increase that. How do you get more? How do you get more of those types of jobs if you want those types of jobs? I know a lot of roofers that don't want to do that right, uh, type of work. They just want to do you know, residential and re-roofs kind of a thing. So not really working with very many commercial type bidding type situations kind of a thing. So, but to answer your question, yes, put that into your annual revenue. All right. Any other questions? Do you have some commercial roof strategies? Commercial is interesting. It's, it's that strategy. The Dream 100 is a great thing to do for your business, right? Read a book called The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes. Yeah, we just um, pulled it up. That'll give you a one really, really good strategy, right? In order to get in front of, and, and that's more of a business to business type right. thing, right? Versus business to consumer. The other part is, you know, get a list, start building your list of people that you want to do business with, not just the Dream 100, but start building a list somehow, right? We do it through our lead magnet, which honestly is our book. Our mm -hmm. book is our, our lead magnet that, um, if you go to our website and download the book, you're in our database from that point on. And we do have salespeople that will call out, you know, call you, uh, reach out to you, try to see if we can help you kind of a thing. And you want to do that same kind of strategy, 
right with your business if if you're more commercial i would recommend that you have some sort of a checklist uh for them to download maybe um or write papers for them to case studies if you will for them to download and for them to give you their information for in order to get that hopefully that makes sense and ross is saying also focus on commercial area that you're wanting to target with google ads for sure absolutely google ads is key to a lot of things and you you can get very very specific i think that what was it ross that we, we can get down to like half of a mile or something like that yeah, was, well, like half a kilometer is what you could do, whatever Google was. So, yeah, whatever right. that is, it's you can get down. Uh, well, actually, you can get down to one kilometer, which is like what 0. 0.6 of a mile. So, yeah. um, you can get down to about a half a mile. And uh, if you are looking for like commercial locations, like I, if it were me, I'd be like, okay, what are some like older strip malls or those type of like more, you know, retail locations that have been there? You know, it's early 2000s or something like that, where they're probably going to need a whole big membrane roof, whether it's the people renting from that location or try to find, you know, who actually owns that kind of commercial land, that strip mall. And just yeah, we have, um, well, this one thought that was shared with by Jim Bush in one of my peer group meetings I was in. Jim Bush, he's Weather Shield roofing mm -hmm. up. He, he okay. said, you know, I just want to get to know people that have tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of square foot of roof over their heads or that they manage it. And um, thing we just implemented, uh, we're still working through it and setting it up is the Zoom Info product. And uh, to just be able to click on a building like or somebody's website and, and find those regional maintenance directors like mm -hmm. one guy we met. Teddy Kitts, Drucker and Falk, Richmond, Virginia. He has 70 properties that he's the go-between between the property manager or the regional manager and the business or the investor group. 70 properties. We're thinking he he's got 5,000 buildings, you know, probably in his portfolio. I haven't asked him that question yet. And I'm like, you only need to know a few of those uh, yeah. guys, right? I mean, yeah. you only need to know one of them for sure. Yeah. Sure. And I mean, yeah. worst case scenario, if you have a sales crew say, hey, I need you to go door to door to this industrial park, start seeing if they need a new membrane roof on them, you know, any of those big manufacturers or anything like that. Absolutely. If like those are the definite places you want to try something, you could do some old school door knocking or just put a little net of your advertising over those businesses and focus on retargeting and call ads are also really good for something like that too, for specific that way. Someone has to be in that location on their phone and they'll go, you know, I need a new roof. And if they're under their business, it's only going to be targeting to that. And, you know, the copy the content that they have needs to be targeted for, you know, commercial owners like that too, to where you're not even mentioning residential or anything like that. You just have a full commercial campaign going. And it's about staying top of mind as well, you know? And so you, you can't just do something once. And just forget about it. Like, for instance, you know, I run a monthly webinar here, monthly workshop, right? We do this every single month and a half the past two years. You can go look on YouTube and find all of the webinars that we do. The other thing that, that I have found that works for business to business is video. You know, YouTube is the number two search engine in the world. And the easiest way, honestly, to build where people know, like, and trust you is through video. It's just if you if you're willing to get in front of a camera whether that's a camera that's on your phone whether that's a webcam whether that's an actual video camera right 
go through your systems. How do you do X, Y, and Z? And start marketing those videos out. We use a system that we call the dollar a day system. Basically on videos is, is that for every video that goes up, you allocate a dollar right per day. So a $30 boost budget, if you will, on, on Facebook, or you can do the same thing on, on YouTube and boost those videos. Once those videos started get, getting really viewed, then you put the ad budget, the big ad budget behind that, that specific video to get in front of your target audience. And, and all of these platforms um, have targeting available. If you've got a list that you've purchased of these building managers and or building owners, you can load that list into Facebook, into Meta, right? And create a custom audience out of those people and then market directly to those people. And then have Meta build a lookalike audience based off of what those people look like. So, and then you can target it down to a specific area. So that's, that's the way that I would probably approach that is through content, building value for your target audience as much as you possibly can. All right. My last question is what's next and how do I get to learn more about what you do and how, how you'd really help us get to know us a little bit better. Yeah. You know, I can share with you some ideas of what we're doing right now. Okay. Um, yeah, for sure. Just go to roofingsize.com. Um, if you go there in the upper right-hand corner, there's a big red button, right? Uh, that says schedule uh, a call and uh, click on that and pick a time on the schedule. Okay. Um, you'll meet with uh, my associate, Kenneth. Uh, mm-hmm. to, he's going to ask you a whole series of questions. Once we have those questions answered, then we can go and create the assessment. And we're going to create an assessment of, of all of your marketing and then we can sit down after that, you and I, and go over the plan and really just adjust that plan. Yep. Okay. All right. That'd be good. Yeah. See what okay. fits. Awesome. All right. Awesome. I'm going to get into another one. Um, I appreciate you offering this free workshop today and the, and the sure. uh, spreadsheets that you built there. And that'll come in handy. Um, we're in BTA right now. So my daughter runs the front office, but she's free to stay fully engaged in BTA. and. Uh, uh, so she's kind of used to planning, you know, and, and we do need to ramp up our residential side. Okay. I started in residential back years and years ago, and then we slowly shifted. We were always 50, 50. Now we're about 70, 30, uh, 70 being commercial. And, um, you know, we're, we're looking to grow our residential side. Okay. Uh, at one point I was just ready to be finished, done with residential but yeah. I think we could uh, stick with it and just kind of double it or triple it, really. So absolutely, we'll, we'll talk to you guys about some help there. Okay. Okay. Sounds great, hey. Emmett. Thanks again. All right. Thank you. Any other questions from anybody? If not, we're just going to hop right off. If you do uh, want to do exactly what Emmett was talking about doing, you, you want to, you know, have someone else do this stuff that keeps up with all of this, you know, feel free to reach out to us. Just go to roofingsites.com forward slash schedule. And that will go through our process there. All right. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for showing up and or listening to this later down the road as a podcast. Uh, and thank you for really following us. And if you want that book, go to go.roofingsize.com and I'll send that to you for free. All right, y'all. Till next month. I'll see y'all later. Thanks.